Law of One, Session 2. Here I is going to explain their last involvement on Earth, a little bit about healing, their last contact with humans, and of course, how the pyramids were built. Let's go. Okay, so here is where Ra goes at the offset and says they're comfortable with the question and answer format. So they prefer to do that to give information. To this, Don asks the question, if it's okay to write a book about the material that they're about to get, then Ra responds that even though it's not their intention, it's okay because it's gonna make Don and the rest of the team feel uh, better and improve their own uh, alignment with themselves, which is, in and of itself, a good thing. But it's important to know that Ra didn't really want to get this material to be a book or something that was going to create some sort of uh, philosophy at any point. They had really bad experiences in the past, and we're going to get into that in this episode. Um, but the first question, or the second question actually, because the first question was if they could write the book, uh, was about a little bit historical background on Ra. We know already some of it, but he wanted to get more about their involvement here on Earth. Let's see what it says. We are those of the Confederation who, 11,000 of your years ago, came to two of your planetary cultures, which were at the time closely in touch with the creation of the One Creator. So here they go on to say that they came here to the planet because they found that two cultures were very close in affinity with the consciousness of everything, understanding the universe, basically. And they wanted to help them to reach the point where they could understand the law of one. Now, these two cultures that they came in was obviously Egypt and in South America as well. Let's see what else they say. We came and were welcomed by the peoples whom we wish to serve. We attempted to aid them in technical ways having to do with the healing of mind-body-spirit complex distortions through the use of the crystal appropriate to the distortion placed within a certain appropriate series of ratios of time-space material. Thus, were the pyramids created. Boom! Right to the pyramids, which I know gets people excited because they want to know what's their purpose, how they were created, and everything else around it. Now, one thing they hinted already is that they were created for healing. And healing is a whole other topic that gets a little bit intricate and it's not part of this session, at least for what I want to explain. And the important thing to take out of this, honestly, is to know that they were placed in there to create healing for the people and aid in the process of ascension. However, one of the things that they found out is that the elite in Egypt started using them for their purposes and to use it for select people that they wanted. Of course, humans always messing it up. So because of that, they realized that that wasn't their purpose and they retreated. But they didn't fully left because they, as I explain further in the next part, they came back as a contact, not actually physically like they came uh, 11,000 years ago, but as a contact. And we're going to see who they contacted and how this actually uh, changed and reacted a little bit with this individual. In the 18th dynasty, as it is known in your records of space-time distortions, we were able to contact a pharaoh, as you would call him. 
The man was small in life experience on your plane and was a, what this instrument would call, wanderer. Thus, this mind-body-spirit complex received our communication distortions and was able to blend his distortions with our own. This pharaoh was Akhenaten, really interesting guy from the 18th dynasty. Go read about him if you want to. Little thing that they mention here is about his name, how he changed his name to Aten at the end, which means sun. And that's because he associated Ra with the sun. And Ra says that even though, you know, they're not the sun, it's kind of close to uh, who they are in terms of consciousness and their distortions. So they said, well, it's okay. Why not? Now, Akhenaten realized that spiritual belief for him was oneness. And that made him a really good candidate for the law of one. And he actually decreed the law of one. However, something else happened. And let's see what Ross says. However, this entity's beliefs were accepted by very few. His priest gave lip service only, without the spiritual distortion towards seeking. The peoples continued in their beliefs. When this entity was no longer in this density, Again, the polarized beliefs in the many gods came into their own, and continued so until the one known as Muhammad delivered the people into a more intelligible distortion of mind-body-spirit relationships. I know, it sucks, but that's how humans rolled back then. Probably still now, anyways. In any case, Don asked about the pyramids again. Let's get into that. You mentioned that the pyramids were an outgrowth of this. Could you expand a little bit on that? Were you responsible for the building of the pyramid? And what was the purpose of the pyramid? The larger pyramids were built by our ability using the forces of one. The stones are alive. It has not been so understood by the mind-body-spirit complex distortions of your culture. The purposes of the pyramids were two. Firstly, to have a properly oriented place of initiation for those who wish to become purified or initiated channels for the law of one. Two, we wish then to carefully guide the initiates in developing a healing of the people whom they sought to aid and the planet itself. Pyramid after pyramid, charged by the crystal and initiate, were designed to balance the incoming energy of the one creation with the many and multiple distortions of the planetary mind-body-spirit. In this effort, we were able to continue work that brothers within the Confederation had effected through building of other crystal-bearing structures and thus complete a ring, if you will, of these about the Earth's, as this instrument would have us vibrated, surface. This instrument begins to lose energy. We ask for one more query or subject, and then we shall take our leave for this time space. The instrument is Carla. So whenever they say instrument, they're probably referring to her. Now they say here that she's losing energy because it takes a toll on her body to do this channeling. And over time they get better. As you can see at the end of every session, Don Elkins always asks if there's something that they can do to improve her condition and the communication as well. Now back to the answers that they give about the pyramids. The pyramids were actually built to create this initiation for people to become more aligned with the law of one and also to instruct them and teach them on how to do it with other people. That's the basic gist of it. And 
The other thing that they mentioned, which I think is really cool, is that they constructed the pyramids as part of a planetary healing, as they refer there, which has to do with the Atlanteans and how they uh, created a disruption in the planetary grid. So they created all these monuments that now we call the planetary grid. And you can see in this picture here how beautiful it is and all the monuments actually fall in line with the grid itself. Now, back to the next question, which I think is going to be really interesting for you guys. You might mention that there was originally a capstone on the pyramid at the top. What was it made of and how you moved the heavy blocks to build a pyramid? What technique was used for that? I request that we be asked this question in our next work time, as you would term the distortion sharing that our energies produce. Yep, they leave us with a cliffhanger here because Carla was losing too much energy and they decided to postpone it until session three, where they actually answer this question of what technique they used to build a pyramid and what the capstone was made of too. Now, you see, it's not me, it was them. Session three is what's gonna cover this question. So uh, don't forget to tune in for that. They also discuss in this session, which I didn't cover, uh, what is crystal healing and how they can use or we can use crystals for healing. And it, again, it's a very technical way for them to explain how it works. So there's not much to be lost there, but there's a, there's a pretty good insight about it. Now, that's all I got for you guys. Session three, like I said, is going to cover some of this and more. And if you want to join the discussion of this topic, don't forget to check the links in the description where you can see my Facebook group and follow me on social for other things. So that's it for me. I'll see you in session three where we're going to cover this more about the pyramids and other things.